when you realize that maybe America has hypnotized you to fall into the sunken place. Hell, Hell no. You had to watch all the Black History Month PBS specials, blast the new print station, and get your ends trimmed just to get your life together? Then this show's for you. Let's get it poppin'. Episode 4. For color girls who change the channel on Super Soul Sunday when Ayanla comes on. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Four Colored Girls, aka the best podcast for women on the entire internet. Holler. Um, I'm Sabria, and I'm back with my friends, and I love it. I'm so excited. Um, and so, just like we usually start off the podcast, we're going to talk about what we've been up to. Um, so what I've been up to this week, um, I feel like I've seen a whole slew of movies. I saw Get Out. Woo-hoo. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Logan. Loved it, yeah, surprisingly. I heard it's good. It is very good. Um... Some other things that I've done, I uh, joined the March for Science um, organizing committee, so I'm part of the partnerships committee, which is actually taking up a little bit of my time, but um, I'm really excited to be on it because I think that I was kind of struggling with um, just like my role as a scientist and how I wanted to do activism around it, um, and even though I'm you know, still a little unclear about um, just like a lot of the narrative around it, I felt like you know if this is like one way I can contribute to... Uh, how the march gets organized in D.C. Um, to make sure that there are diverse partnerships and inclusive partnerships and that the language around it is is good. Um, and that's one thing that I could do. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and work is going really well. Um, I'm meditating a little bit more, which is really helpful. Um, I know I've probably been talking about my ha- my haircut for like the past four podcasts. <laughs> it's fabulous. But I feel like I'm just like it's kind good. of, you know, just wrapping it still. And so it's... <laughs> Your doobies, like, it's coming together. I know, thanks, I appreciate it. Because, you know, I don't know, whatever, we we can, I'm sure I'll bring it up in, like, 20 minutes again, so. Maria's hair is constantly, it's like a layer, it's like a hair flip, it does two things, it can swoop It is, it's doing things. And it's It's healthy. Yeah. Oh, I know, that's what I'm really excited about. Those ends are trimmed. Thank you. Yay. My turn? Sure. Sure. This is Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, Black History Month just ended, so for Black History Month, I was attempting to work out every day. You did so good. I did yeah. 23 out of the 28 days. <clears throat> That's fantastic. You look smaller. Two, well, yay. Two That's of those like days I didn't work out because I like hurt myself because we were at gymnastics <laughs> and I'm old. So my knee like was like, ah, no. Your knee was like, no, not bad You're today. not actually, <laughs> you know, Simone Biles. Um, <laughs> and then the other three days was because I was lazy but um so I feel really proud about that you should that's awesome um, oh, yeah. yeah have you worked out since then yeah I've done hot yoga a couple times oh with the eucalyptus lady yes the eucal- not the late like towels <laughs> not, just not like a lady like floating around by. with eucalyptus when I think about hot yoga I just think it's like very let me shut the fuck up <laughs> no it's good I mean they're eucalyptus they're cold eucalyptus towels so you don't die when you're refreshing. in there they're very refreshing Hey, it's Kimberly. Hey, Kim. Uh, I just got back from L.A. I took a very last minute, had to book that flight, left the next day um, trip for auditions and stuff. You fly. But literally. But I know. I was like, <laughs> But y'all, I, I was there and I was like, I'm taking advantage of this. I had vegan food all day, every day. I was Ubering around everywhere. 
I got to see my friend Sue Kate's comedy show. I got to hang out with my best friend Chantal. 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 I, I like Chantal. Every time you leave for LA, a part of me is a little worried you're not going to come yeah. to I know. Back. I think like every time I see your Instagram stories or like your Snapchat, I'm like, this Because I'm making love to coming back. I'm making love back. to I'm making love to the whole town, right? Yeah. yeah. You're I, I was out. running and running through the through the Hollywood Forever Paparazzi Cemetery. Shots. I know. Oh, yeah, we ran into... Paparazzi? Okay, that was the funniest thing. We ran into... We were trying... Me and my friend Alicia, we were going to go to catch. And the guy was like, no, you cannot... If you don't have a reservation, you cannot come in here. And she was like, do you know who we are? <laughs> he was like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, you about to learn today? <laughs> yeah. So we were, we were leaving, and this paparazzi guy was like, hey, hey, ladies, hey, ladies. He was just taking our photo uh, over and over. And I started laughing. <laughs> um, if, anybody, if anybody watches this new... Top model. Oh, they teach yeah. you about how to deal how to with like the paparazzi. Do a pop. Do and a I was wrong. Shot. I'm not ready for fame because I had my hand all over my face. I'm laughing. Wait, what are you supposed to do? You're, You're supposed to pose. You should like to use it to like to further like the, your career. Like the catwalk. Basically comes um, from okay. the good old days of Hollywood. When people like, used to be scared of paparazzi. Yes. <laughs> or disgusted by them. Like exactly. They would not want their picture. I was know, I was trying to be car. like blanket. Jackson, like <laughs> over the balcony. Cover myself. So they did used to wear those things with the. Things. Oh, for sure. So the guy was like, Michael Jackson was here for the looks. He was such he a weirdo. Yeah. Anyway, so the guy was like, "Look, I just made a lot of money off that Bieber photo. So what? come on, ladies, let's get some drinks and what? bites. And we drinks and, and bites. bites. Yes. He and might as well have said appetizers, and I, I probably still have been like, <laughs> go on, appetizers. <laughs> Free? Are Moz sticks included? <laughs> I'll consider. If you don't shut the fuck up, Moz sticks. I cannot. Appetizers and Moz sticks. Yeah. So, so basically, this, you're famous because so, you have paparazzi. Well, this guy was now. this guy was actually really smart. He was telling us about Black history of L. A. Oh, interesting. And black Is he an older guy. Um, probably over forty. But he was telling us about the communities, the black communities that used to be in Manhattan Beach, and now there are no black people in Manhattan Beach. Mm-hmm. And it's just, Long Beach, it, was just yeah. it was just really um, a great conversation. And then he claims that he was the person that kind of put Kim Kardashian on, like she paid him to take <gasps> to to be out and about and take her picture. And I was like, "Thank you for your contribu- contribution, contribution, sir." Right. All your Black History facts have been mm-hmm. negated. I know. Yeah. But let's talk some more about the bites that you had. <laughs> were there were there good? Was there snacks? Were you having? I'm actually. Well, I had a nice I had a nice And a bunch of rosé. Mm. That's it. That's the best kind of mm-hmm. appetizer. Mm-hmm. What about you? My name's Jet. Hello there. Hey. That's it. That's not that voice. Jessica said. It rubbed off. We um. I wanted to mention that we do have oh, an yeah. amazing guest yes. here. Um, she's a dear friend of mine and a new friend to the show. Yeah. We're waving at her. If you guys okay. were interested. Her name's Sarah Elise, and she's the co-owner and founder of Harvest and Revel. And she's going to talk to us about wellness, self-care, food, and voice inflection in just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little later. Um, Should I ask you, how you doing? What you been up to? I'm good. 
Oh, you're projecting. Right. I'm trying. I'm trying to speak louder, guys. That's part of my uh, my growth goals for this year. Um, I just came also back from LA. Mm-hmm. Super excited. West Coast, best coast. I disagree. Oh, day. Shut down. Beast Coast. Shut down. That's like it's right out. Like West Coast, like a little friend. Like, right, it's cute. A lot of people on the West Coast talk shit about everyone in the East Coast, though. They're like, "Oh, well, it's warm here." I'm like, "But it's freezing." It was freezing while I was there. Yeah, I was like, Climate so, change, but it's bitches. actually not warm here. So what's freezing it was kind of, for LA? It was like 50s, 40s. Oh, wow. It's pretty yeah, chilly. That's cold. And apparently, and it's it really nice here. Tony, Tony, Tony. So of course. Um, so I was in LA, and then I went to Big Sur. Ooh, Ooh, I've never been. It oh, it's really so cute. beautiful. Yeah, it was really, yeah. It wasn't cute. It was really beautiful. <laughs> like, grandiose and amazing. Um, got sick, mm. so that sucked. Um, but I'm on the mend, and then I went to Oakland, which actually is really great. I would say that that's probably the closest in comparison to, like, New York. being a cool place. But I feel like <laughs> everyone's moving out to Oakland now and it's becoming so expensive to, it's true. to, yeah, yeah, to do anything. Tech. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the community aspect there is really cool. Like, I wasn't finding that type of community in LA even though I was around, like, all the people of color and the queers and stuff like that. It was still super spread out. Whereas in Oakland, it's more like Brooklyn-y vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Um... Today, I catered a 700-person event with mm-hmm. Harvest and Revel, my catering company. Congratulations. Wow. Thanks. It's major. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Back to Jet, because it's really just all about me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jet. <laughs> Sometimes you can call me Jeanette. Depends on how long I've known you. <laughs> I have been kind of just cooling out this week. I hung out with my god sister today. That's like my baby girl. She's like my goddaughter, but when her mother had her, we were very young. So Mm -hmm. my mom's technically her godmother on paper. And uh, that's been pretty amazing. This week I've been trying to clean my apartment for days. Because it hadn't been cleaned since circa 16. Mm -hmm. I mean, I literally have a lot going on, so I just buy underwear when laundry is getting too real. I've been there. But today Mm -hmm. I... Cut off my braids. I had a me, myself, and I moment. Put mm-hmm. some new hair on. And I uh, washed the dishes. Yeah, yeah. So that far, was the extent of you. So far, the kitchen's clean. Baby steps. Baby steps. Thank you. Thank you. All right, cool. So, can any... we talk about Get Out, please? Oh, please. shit, yeah. So, we yeah. all saw Get Out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Team Get Out? I yes. saw it with a white person. Oh. Ooh. They yes. almost went to see it at the Magic Johnson I, Theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were just trying to spook that white man. Mm-hmm. Are y'all still together? Well, he actually suggested we see it That's there um, because, well, I mean, it was it was maybe both progressive, but also like just logistically easier because I was taking a class that was two blocks away from from that. But to go back to the movie, um, we saw it. I liked it. Um, but we didn't talk for like a good five to six blocks. At <laughs> <laughs> least it wasn't days. Yeah, and I was just like, um, so we went. We ended up going to a bar, and you know, we chatted about it for a little bit. But I kind of want to have another conversation with him around it because um, there were some parts that were just like a little. 
Too real, a little uncomfortable. But overall, um, it was a good scary but, movie. Yeah, but but that's the other like overall, it was just and I don't even really like scary movies. It wasn't movies. that scary. Well, it, it was, was suspenseful. Like that's the thing is that it it's a horror because it like actually is life mm-hmm. and life is horrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like a satire. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with you, on man. That. I just, yeah. just fell into the second place. Yeah. Right? Well, <laughs> I will say, Allison Williams as like the creepy white girl, perfect casting. nailed it. Yeah, especially when casting. she like slicked her hair back into that ponytail. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. Like, and she was eating the, the fruit loops, the fruit loops and okay, the, milk the milk separate to separate the colors yeah. from the white. So we've have we we've all read oh, the like every the, single thing. Have piece, you guys yes. seen the one that talks about the one Asian character? In the I yeah. know. I, saw I didn't. I saw it, but I didn't read it. I didn't read that. I know. So I never read. I just so read you the didn't read. Did you read it? I did read oh, okay. it. It was oh. so good. So basically. The author of it, he's an Asian American activist who basically doesn't like white people like the rest of us. And so, even white people don't like white people, for the white people listening, you guys hate yourselves. Um, <laughs> Which is Where why is the, line? <laughs> the Negro exists. James Baldwin. Quote. Hello. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he explains how... You know, I, I feel like people are giving Jordan Peele a little too much too credit. Too much. Yeah. Credit. I feel like some things have accidentally happened and intellectual <laughs> people have been like loving it. Overboard. And jizzing all over it. Oh my and God. so. But how fun. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for Get Out's Pearl Necklace. And so they, they explain how the one Japanese guy there, he represents uh, the actual ratio of Asian Americans in America. Oh, and how. On the black-white fulcrum <clears throat> of racism, um, you know, Asian people contribute to anti-blackness by not standing in solidarity right. with black with people. Black people. Interesting. And I mean, I know Jordan Peele didn't think this I was going to say that is through. so kind of he takes deep. it to that another was a level. He's oh, he you want to hear a reach? <laughs> His reach was when the Asian American man asked him, "Would you, how would you just say?" the black experience is. Mm-hmm. Is it like beneficial or not mm-hmm. beneficial? Mm-hmm. He asserts that um, as an Asian American person, it's not better or worse to be Asian. So he's trying, try, trying to figure uh, out if it's better to be black than it is to be Asian. Uh, uh, I just, you know what I kind of hate about a lot of the thing pieces? It's this thing of like, <laughs> where everyone's like, the one thing you didn't, you missed and get out or like, right. or like the true meaning. And it's like, I am, a hundred percent sure the guy who co-created a movie about a cat <laughs> wasn't thinking. This it was deep. not thinking this deep about I think it. He was. Maybe yeah, he's no. a smart I think he was. I'm not saying he's not smart. I'm just saying I think what ends up happening sometimes are all these people describe a lot of what they want out of a movie. out of the movie, they and that might not necessarily. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he maybe didn't think that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. But I just feel like this ends up happening a lot. And I'm not even talking about with just this particular movie, right? With many things. With many things. Everyone's like, well, this is what I think. And so it's, you know, my opinion means, not that it doesn't mean something, but it's like, maybe it's really not that deep. Yeah. I'm going to say that Beyonce's Lemonade is how think pieces spiral out of control (laughs) to pop culture. First thing she did a surprise I might album on you first, on that one. and when Beyonce, I think that was the self-titled album came out. There wasn't no thing pieces about that shit. Okay, people were like, "Oh my god, the internet broke!" And then Lemonade came around, and now everything's a think piece. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
Um, but I liked it. So and I actually gold star over here for me <laughs> because they're like Buzzfeed list. They're yeah. not like yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Um, for Get Out, since we're all four colored girls. Yes. Well, wait. Did Five. you did you Five. see the the one thing piece about how um, about the why Chris didn't kill her? Well, about basically no. like why. Well, that's what they're talking about. The black women in the... Um, there's all these think pieces now about the lack of a strong black woman in the movie. and Erica Alexander. But she laughs... She's part of the establishment. She doesn't, right. She doesn't believe homeboy from the TSA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she laughs in his face. And God, she actually brings in a white... Scene. Yes. <laughs> what what First thing, shout out to Erica Alexander I know. for looking still exactly the same as cousin Pam right Um, (laughs) but how she brings in a white guy and a Latino guy to laugh at the black guy she doesn't believe him and then the other black woman is literally not herself right even though she's she like kind of breaks through a little bit with all the tears she yeah, was great. She, she was great. great. I, I've never heard. I don't know. Betsy, Be- Betty. I don't know her last name. But like when he tries to save her, it literally puts his life in risk. Like going back to like right. bring her, like carry the car or whatever, mm-hmm, it puts mm-hmm. his life in risk. So there's all these think pieces about that now. Yeah. So I, we give it all four stars. Yeah. A hundred percent are rotten to me. Yeah. I mean, I was. I was. I give it three and a half. I'm oh, really glad yes. I saw it. I mean, I feel like someone in Erica I mean, Allen's be a kick ass. Like, I thought she was going to partner up yeah, with Yeah, that's what I thought too. But then I'm like, do they have enough money to pay Erica for, <laughs> for more scenes? Like another two scenes? <laughs> she was on Living Single. I don't it's know. currently syndicated. But he, yeah, but Jordan Peele nice got, got her. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you never know what made it to the cutting room floor or not. No, well, that's, that's true. true. Question that's about the think true. pieces. How many times did these motherfuckers actually see that movie? Because a lot of these things... A lot of well, people my cousin, my cousin just texted me. She said she saw it three times. Right. Right. I said, oh, are you stepping out? <laughs> are you walking around outside? How are you able to function no, and talk to people? I've seen it like two to three times. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I guess Because everyone's like, I want to see... Because like, I guess all of these pieces have come out. They're like, oh, I want to catch that. And right. Catch I'm what? Exactly. Me too. Unless that shit's on my jailbroken Apple TV right. or Amazon <laughs> Fire Stick. Yeah. Like, I was happy to support that one time. Right. Yeah. I'm good. Exactly. For the rest of the year. Well, yeah. so then, so, in, in speaking about strong black women, then let's get into the top of black girl magic moments of the week. Woo-hoo. Um, number one is my best, or like I guess she's like my big sister in my head. Yeah. Um, Tracy Ellis <clears throat> Ross is on the cover. Joan Clayton, Health <laughs> Magazine, and Rainbow. Right, that's what her name. Yeah, Bo. yeah, Rainbow. Rainbow. Um. She looks so good. She always She does. always looks good. The whole article, because it's in Health Magazine, is about loving how she be- became to love her body and be healthier. She's 44 now, and she's talking about how she used to just wake up and, you know, go party and then in their 20s, and now she Ugh. has to, like, get up and work for it. And Can't wait to read her memoir. It's, I mean, it's, the, art, the whole article is really interesting. My favorite part is talking about, um, they asked her a question, what's the best thing you've ever done for your body? And um, she mm-hmm. said, the best thing she does is she talks nice to it i thought that was so sweet mm. that's sweet. really smart and she also talks about how she's grew to love her butt because it goes with her big personality and she has a big butt so. she's an amazing, amazing butt like, yeah. she does the tracy it's... anderson method anyway yeah. um number two i think is really cool nike is making hijab oh i saw that mm-hmm. yeah. Muslim athletes. With, uh, fabric. it's called the nike pro hijab you know it's hijab. also probably good for girls who wear wigs I would wear wear their wig when they're working out, Serena. Exactly. (laughs) Um, they're coming out in 2018. (laughs) (laughs) They're breathable. They look really cool. Um, so I never even thought about that. That's like limitation when you're working out. Yeah. 
Um, I'm sure that's because a woman apparently color have, or like, a Muslim woman works <clears throat> for Nike. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It always happens. Yeah. Um, uh, number three. <laughs> Escape is reuniting. No way. Yeah. I wish I could be The reunion tour that. no one asked for. Like, I don't even, I mean, I don't even know what <laughs> you know, one is riding that. Bravo wave mm-hmm. all the way to the bank. They're all four getting and back together. They 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 squashed their beef because you know, oh. Candy was a hoe and she was fucking what's his face, um, Jermaine Dupree. No, oh. what's in Portia call her? A groupie international hoe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, I I feel like what's gonna happen is they're gonna do the thing where it's always like the tour. People have been asking for it. I'm always like who. Who asked? I can only Who name one. Is specifically well, asking. Here's for the thing. Maybe her has, any, has anybody listened to their music in a long time? There's a lot of flat notes and sharp. Well, can't, can't sharp can't notes. Sing, so I don't care what anyone says. So, well, the two strongest. Were, are the ones that aren't famous, I think. And they didn't do it. Tamika and Latasha. Latasha got sing. to sing. Lata- in fact, yeah. she had a few singles. She has she the range. Sing. She had a song on the Best Man soundtrack. Talk oh, about a yeah. throwback. Wow. But she could really sing, but she had a baby and so did her sister. Yeah, and then Tiny and Candy. I don't really Tiny care. has... Contact implants, so to me, she's motherfucking irrelevant. A non-factor. Don't teach How the baby How do you get shit. contact implants and you still look like shit? Sounds Ooh, shit. Ooh, Damn. I don't get it. Like, I know she got them to look prettier, and then you're just like, you still you look the same. When I saw gray her eyes. murder, <laughs> play that sound. I know. <laughs> <laughs> booyaka, booyaka. Okay, anyway, sorry. Number four, some black boy joy. Chance the Rapper donated $1 million to Chicago Public Schools. Yeah. yeah. Each one, teach one, and doing what you um, say. It'll be shared between ten um, elementary schools and high schools. So what's that gonna for be? the arts programs and after oh, school good, programs? Good. So they each dope. get ten thousand, right? Uh, hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. I don't know math. That's anyway. a good amount. That's a good <laughs> line for an arts program in a public school. Um, and the last thing, this documentary. Bonus. Sorry, yes, bonus. I guess it's kind of serious, but it's a bonus. Um, there's this documentary going around um, social media, Face of Darkness, uh, Journey to Healing. It's about, it's created by a woman, Squeaky Moore. It's a weird name. I think name. I know her. Um, she's. Pro- <laughs> I'm so serious. And there's another like producer. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. You gotta remember it's Squeaky. Nicky, like in one of your cousins or something. But it's about su- uh, suicide amongst black men. Black men are five times more likely than black women to commit suicide. To follow through. To like follow through with it. Yeah, Don Cornelius. That's actually Don Cornelius. That's, that's really a. Lee Thompson Young, Chris Lighty. Yeah, they um they're all they all talk about him in the docu them in the documentary. It's really good. It's only ten minutes for now. They're looking for funding, so go find them on Facebook, social media. Is this their very long trailer? Their first documentary. Yes. And and um, (laughs) Jeff Gardier's in that. (laughs) He's like the the. No, he's like you know Jeff Gardier's from Maury and. Ricky Lake, he's like the black um, oh, with the therapist with the glasses. He's, he's on Housewives of Atlanta. He's on everything. <laughs> he's like the, the reality the show. One time. Yeah, like <laughs> therapist. He's on Housewives of Atlanta and the downtown too. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys need some quick advice for the price of a metro card, boom. Jessica, That's thanks it. for those black girl magic moments at the moment for the moment. Yes. I'm throwing a Kim. <laughs> that's my black history month music because i'm not ready for it's it to coming. be over i don't care it's never over it's i don't care that it's year. march it's black history and black present <laughs> melanin march yes futurism so what i want to know is what would maya angelo do 
about anything. Who saw the doc? I did. I did not. saw part of it. It made me cry a little bit. I was kind of indoctrinated with the idea that I had, I don't know, I had like a stigmatized idea of Maya Angelou until I read Mm -hmm. uh, Getting Happy, Mary, Singing, Dancing Like Mm -hmm. Christmas. And um, when I read it, I was like, man, she's super down to earth. Like she had this really amazing experience. But I realized that like a lot of the black women in my life who were like baby boomer age would be talking mad shit about her. Oh gosh, She drinks her bad feet. I literally brought her up the other day. She's a dancer. Yeah, but, like, they would, I mean, they just didn't have anything positive to say about her. And Mm -hmm. then to run down the contributions she's made to theater, poetry, Mm -hmm. literature, activism, the Pan-African movement, Mm -hmm. the social justice movements, and how she's touched every single major black person in the 19th 19th century and 20th century is, is so phenomenal that I couldn't even, I was, like, literally in tears watching my spiritual grandmother, Cicely Tyson, talk about her. Mm. Yeah. She's amazing. And what would Maya Angelou do right now? Maya Angelou would resist. She would mm-hmm. care about herself, mm-hmm. and she would actively resist. Because I feel like a lot right now, a lot of people are passively, passively resisting. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think if you are someone who maybe wasn't involved in anything at all, intentionally like reading and learning about stuff, educating yourself, arming yourself with tools yeah. is definitely an act of resistance that mm-hmm. may not necessarily be passive, especially if you're a person of color, a black yeah. person, black woman. But it's a choice, you know? I mean, I think that you really have to... And this was something that I was talking about earlier when I was thinking about, you know, how I can <clears throat> identify as a scientist and many other things. But also, you know, I think that... And this is not, this is literally no shade to anyone who has this, but it's like, you know, when people on their, like, Twitter feed or something, they say, I'm an activist. It's like, okay, well, just because you say you are doesn't necessarily mean you are. And if I don't say that I am, that doesn't also mean that I'm not, right. you know? And so being like an activist doesn't really mean shit, because you can be an activist for nail art design being more accessible sure, to people. Sure, sure. It's, it's literally, a act, the difference between, like, an activist and an organizer and a participant in either one of those things, an activist is someone who just has a cause that they care about and they mm-hmm. rally for. Mm-hmm. An organizer is someone who looks at a community and figures out how to help get them access to tools and resources so that they can change the circumstances and how to generate movement exactly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean I think that that's definitely something that I've been thinking about but also taking like the active choices to like read more to read more um people that I might not have normally read about or to actively engage with people that I might not have normally thought to say like hey like I know you think about this thing but can you talk to me about how you got to this place because I'm still kind of struggling internally you know with where I ground myself as well and and I think to just be really open to like hearing other people's opinions and then forming your own I think is has, at least for me has been really powerful sounds like you've been going to the Maya Angelou school of what you do <laughs> I mean, also have been carrying around Audrey Lord, Sister yeah. Outsider oh sorry I, I don't know why I like showed it to the microphone <laughs> as if you guys could see this. I was like I, I impersonated the microphone for I'm obsessed with the art. Oh, the and also, I book. mean, really, I'm like highlighting things. I'm like, ooh, really thinking as about you should. Anyway, as you should. Anyway. Cool yeah. Oh, Cheryl Clark did the foreword. Yeah, I just feel Sorry. like for me, Maya Angelou, she just, she really inspires me. Okay. She, she died in my hometown and she worked there her last 
few years of her life. And just that documentary really inspired me to want to live a life that, that's that full of legacy. Mm, that's a really You know, good. how can I uh, really bring up my community and create because she was also a writer well mm-hmm. we know she's a writer but a playwright right. and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> she expressed multidisciplinary right. yes singer um performer entertainer mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mom and she's sister, lived a very friend. like free-spirited life and, and colorful life very colorful and i i want to also make those decisions and strides in my life as well and so where is this Great. documentary what's the name of it it's on pbs, PBS you can stream it Okay, yeah, free. It's, I don't know the name obviously. of it. I'm sorry, I wouldn't do. An, I don't remember the name. It's, it's Maya. It's the Maya Angelou documentary. I watched it on the PBS app. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. So what would Maya Angelou do? She'd be and remain self-determined. She mm-hmm. would coach herself, mm-hmm. and she would seek resources mm-hmm. to build community because mm. that's what she did. We in the community and and. She would do what she needed to do to pay them bills. Work mm-hmm. for it if you got to. She was always hustling. So we'll be right back, right? And now, a word from our post-apocalyptic sponsors. Set sail on the Middle Passage Melody. Enjoy this eight-week cruise sponsored by Dr. Ben Carson as you travel from West Africa to America, just like the slaves, I mean immigrants, did. Ride in luxury in the bowels of the ship, you'll be chained down as safety is our number one priority. While we strive for an authentic feel, don't worry, deluxe accommodations are available. Your shackles will be made from the finest of silver. Entertainment is a must, of course. You can sign up to learn Negro spirituals. Ride on, King Jesus, ride on. Or enjoy a three-part lecture on the African slave, I'm sorry, immigrant experience from world-renowned educator Betsy DeVos. What's a black person? Hurry, tickets are selling faster faster than a mandingo at an auction block. Go to middlepassagemelody.com today. Middle Passage Melody. Welcome back to Four Colored Girls. Let's get our shit together. Get it together. Get it together. Get, get your shit together. <laughs> Who was that? Reba McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. You know who I thought it was? Shirley Bassey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. What if I... Okay, that's our segment. We talk about getting our lives together, not putting ourselves down, or others. Do our best. You know, be our best selves and do better. Or be our best. Uh, I have been... This is Jet. What I've been doing, I've had open and honest conversations with my friend. I started yesterday, <laughs> and um, it was a difficult conversation because we work together. And so I asked her to tell me what she needed from me mm-hmm. because we're friends. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard because she shared with me how she felt like I didn't take her seriously and how she felt like I didn't respect her profession. Oh, wow. But I feel like we had these feelings because I felt like she was feeling some kind of way. We had this tension and I never said anything to her about it. And I feel like that happens a lot um, in a lot of relationships that I've had in the past. Like we're really, I'm a candid off the cuff kind of person. But when Mm -hmm. it comes to something like that, 
it's difficult for me to just say what I need and what I want and or ask that of somebody else, especially someone who I care for. So that's what I'm doing now. Um, my girlfriend will be a testament to the fact that I don't be saying shit when I feel some way. Um, and then also I started journaling again. Like I write little notes or whatever and sad poems, but I've been journaling just kind of like decompressing my day and trying to like workshop things that didn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. And it's been really good I actually really enjoy doing it I am excited and I, I like doing it on the computer I like notebooks for other reasons but typing on the computer about my day for just 20 minutes has been very therapeutic mm-hmm. but I think I need to shrink <laughs> I still need in due time yeah anybody else getting their shit together um I have been decluttering my apartment Ooh. um there's this like J- Japanese method con- called the con- Marie Kondo. Yeah, the Kanbari method. Um, I'm not doing it exactly like it's too time consuming. It's like ridiculous, but I'm following the basic thing. That eye roll, <laughs> like it's like okay. Um, but like especially about like your clothes and things. And I'm also using the Oprah method of if you haven't worn it in a year, you need to give it away. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's easy pretty, for pretty her cool. to say. And by the way, well, yeah. Well, um, by the way, if you donate clothes to H&M, you get a 15% off coupon. Um, that carries over for COS and other stories, by the oh, way. Oh, interesting. Really? Yes, it does. Oh, I think I didn't okay. know that. Well, anyway, um, so I've been giving away a lot of clothes, and you can do, like, giveaway blankets and stuff, too. It's all fabric, so you can donate a whole bunch of stuff there. Um, so, yeah, it's been really cool. You can also use the Marie Kondo method in other aspects of your life, like with your friends. Oh, like clearing out people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if this person isn't bringing joy or like value to your life, I'm already good at that. I don't. I only have like yeah. I shut up. <laughs> I'm friends. 31 now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on that. Most people were giving me a little pain in the ass. <laughs> um, a lot. Who's next? Um, I can go. Um, Sabria here. Um, so yeah, Jay, you touched a little bit on therapy, and I've actually so I've been in therapy for about three and a half years now. Um, I go to group therapy actually, um, and at first it was like super weird because you're basically sharing a lot of what just you're sharing yourself with complete strangers, and they obviously don't become strangers after a while. But um, I've kind of been coming and going, and I've kind of made it a, a decision to be more disciplined about going once a week. Um, and I really like it. I mean, I, it's, can sometimes be a little, uh, challenging to hear how other people see you. Mm-hmm. So, um, because I think a lot of times you, you tell yourself how you think you think people see you, mm-hmm. but you don't really know. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when, you know, I share things, um, with my group and I think like, I'm so grounded and good and, you know, and someone will be like, hold up you know, like, why are you really saying it this way? Or how are you organizing this in your mind? Because I think for me, a thing that I do that's not very helpful is I tell stories in my head a lot. And I I can be in my head a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And so being in a group uh, helps me to not do that activity. um, Because it's really, um, I think, pretty detrimental for my own personal growth. So I've been, even though I've been going to therapy, I've been sharing more in therapy. Um, which is not something that I was doing in the past. Um, and so at least this week, um, you know, even though I was like running super late, I still ended up going and it was really wonderful. 
Um, I too have been journaling a little bit more and meditating and eating breakfast. Actually, mm. I I'm trying to just do a better job of even if it's like a bowl, a quick bowl of cereal, just getting up and and uh, making some time for like myself ritual. to mm-hmm. chant, eat my breakfast, not my whole ring and uh, and so that way, like when I walk out of my door, it's like. I I have kind of centered myself, and I can say like no matter like what is beyond this door, you know, you carry your sanctuary with you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm you know full of food. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. That sounds good. Uh, I don't go to therapy, but I am continuously fighting for my happiness every day, mm-hmm. and I'm winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you uh, are. <laughs> I had to clap for that. That's <laughs> so good. I am I am winning. Um. A lot of the things that I do, I've got a day a daily email subscription to Mind Body Green, and they send me their top five ways to be this and to be that and to do this and to do that. So I try to add those into action in my life. I also believe in journaling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a practice that I've been doing for a very long time. It makes me very happy, and that shit turns into Real some stuff. of my best scripts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. good. My my web series Fabulousnessness was based off my journal from sixth grade, um, <laughs> and I also am a chanter. And I've been trying to, along with chanting, I've I've been uh, really, I've really been wanting to build community. Like I was saying earlier, <clears throat> so uh, in SGI we have discussion meetings and meetings at people's ha- homes, and I've found that. Just getting to know my neighbors has been a really beautiful thing in my life and hearing about their life and sharing about mine and learning more about them and building these friendships with people that live near me has been really nice and it's made me want to even help out the, the school that's down the street. What books do they need? You know, These are things that I'm starting to think about that maybe I didn't before. I was yeah. just thinking about my little apartment on the fifth floor and that's mm-hmm. it so uh yeah the mindfulness of others is also a part of my happiness because mm-hmm. i know that i'm bringing about some sort of positive change in the world even if it's just these four blocks i'm that's cool a big with that change. Yep. into it yup yup i feel like we should ask sarah yeah at least how i'm getting my shit together yeah <clears throat> Well, lean in, literally. Lean in. <laughs> lean in. Um, I am, a, I would say, I mean, I try to work on things every day. Like, I'm similar to you that I'm constantly in my head, um, which can be a good thing and also a bad thing. Um, but so right now, and actually for the past 14 weeks, I've been sober. Yay! So that's been a very interesting new development in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been really necessary. I felt like I was growing at a certain rate when I was sober. So basically during the day I was growing and I'm you know, learning so much about myself and my partner and I'm building community and family in this business and, you know, this wellness coaching practice. But then I would go out and get drunk or indulge in whatever ways that we won't talk about <laughs> right now. Um, For the and, after show. Yeah, and I just 
felt like it was I was taking multiple steps back. So I'd take like five steps forward and feel super proud of myself. And then I'd wake up the next day and literally feel the toxins mm-hmm. coursing through my body. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't really be living like your best life as your best self, or I can't really, to speak from an eye perspective, mm-hmm. um, when I'm actually physically feeling like crap right right yeah mm-hmm. um so and then you know like you waste a day i mean i can't I recover like yeah I right yeah. <laughs> i used to be able to bounce back wake up at six in the morning yeah, like, like and I go work great. out yeah yeah i was like wow i look even better after I <laughs> and then so it's like now i just would you know have a puffy face for a week mm-hmm. like my liver feels like really fragile um but yeah so i've been sober and it's been really hard it's been really hard because I have a lot of social anxiety. Um, and so being sober and kind of having to lean in, again, lean in to that social anxiety and those ty- that type of vulnerability <clears throat> with people that I don't know a lot of times when I used to just use alcohol as a crutch has mm. been really real, really hard, but really worth it. So why don't you talk a little bit about the business and your the wellness coaching that you do do. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, so Harvest and Revel is a full service private event catering business. You didn't hire us for your wedding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's yes. like, I just Hopefully met you. Hopefully not next time. Right? <laughs> when your anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Anniversary. When yeah, your right, anniversary. Um, so our thing that makes us unique is that. We basically work with all organic, all seasonal, all natural stuff, um, but we still create spreads that are really packed with flavor. So you can basically be in a really celebratory environment, having a great time, eating well, feeling really great about yourself, but not eating bird food. Mm -hmm. Like you still feel full and satiated. Um, So that's Harvest and Revel. We've been around for four years. I run the business with um, a head chef that I hired, who's now also the kitchen manager, and we work with our staff of around six cooks, um, and then we employ uh, we employ like eight to ten other people to work with us for events. Mm-hmm. So it's been really great. We primarily work with like POC, gender queer um, folks, and we have clients all around Manhattan and. Brooklyn and Long Island um so it's been awesome and then I also do on the side private chefing for different clients mostly in Brooklyn and the Hamptons and then I do wellness coaching tell us about wellness wellness coaching coaching. yeah it's exciting and how'd you how'd you get there yeah um so I basically I've always kind of been interested in developing myself into the best version that I could become, um, which, I mean, hopefully everyone feels that way. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it like it's unique. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to grow. <laughs> um, but You'd yeah. actually be surprised how many people don't think about it, though. That's, That's true. very true. This table. Yeah. This table. Okay. I'm confident. Um, so, yeah, um, with Harvest and Rebel, I basically just had people reaching out to me being like, cool, you advocate for our this healthy eating lifestyle um but how are you doing that in your life and like or 
I see you doing it in your life and I see you living your life and you seem super happy and like you kind of got it together. How do I make those changes in my life so that I can feel better? Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically decided to start kind of mentoring folks on a sliding scale basis in our community mm-hmm. primarily, um, kind of talking with them about where they see themselves in their lives now, where they're trying to go, and then how they can actually make tangible changes Mm -hmm. to kind of make a map Mm -hmm. for getting to whatever goals they Mm -hmm. have. Um, So it's cool. I mean, people are really confused with with wellness coaching in general because they just don't understand the concept. Um, So they're like, oh, do you are you a nutritionist? Or like, oh, will you create a diet plan for me? Um, but it's really not that I have a background. I got a certificate in nutrition and like, I know how to make diet plans and I do customize meal plans for folks, but it's really just about kind of being, um, a support for them and holding them accountable based on the changes that they feel like they need to make in order for them to begin living their best lives. Cause a lot of us really aren't, mm-hmm. which is sad. And that doesn't also always have to revolve around food, too, right? Exactly, yeah. It's really, I mean, the way that I look at it is like full body, mind, Mm -hmm. spiritual wellness, because I think that everything is super interconnected. So, I mean, your job and the stress at your job might be affecting your anxiety, which then affects the way that you eat, Mm -hmm. which then affects the way that you interact with people, Mm -hmm. which then affects the type of opportunities you're given in your life or the type of opportunities you're making for yourself, Mm -hmm. which then affects your confidence level, which then affects how fearful you are in terms of reaching out for new opportunities. Like, everything is super interconnected. And a lot of times people don't understand the root of why they're usually holding themselves down or holding themselves back. <clears throat> a lot of people create a lot of mental barriers mm-hmm. that are usually based around ego or fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of help people work through those types of barriers so that they can begin aligning their lives and aligning um, everything in their life to kind of, um, you know, be holistically good right and good by good I mean just by being their best Mm -hmm. at whatever they're doing and being their best selves because we all have like mad superpowers Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. especially as black women it's like we all have so many gifts but we all play it so small Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't really make sense so after kind of realized I had like a massive mental breakdown um a few years ago, and this was before creating Harvest and Revel, um, after realizing that and kind of like having a major brain shift, I looked around and I was like, I can't actually play it small anymore. Like that doesn't serve anyone, but yet we're all walking around in like our small bubbles, Mm -hmm. um, thinking that we're doing the most, but like, you're not doing anything. You can be, it's like all inside. So yeah, I just work with people to kind of you know, work through those barriers so that they can be their best. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I mean, a lot of what you said is really what, I mean, I know I I talked about group therapy, but it's a lot of also, like, recognizing what those things are. Right. And then also, like, what is the actual hard work such that you're not living in your head or you're not 
being small. I mean, I think maybe like two years ago, there was a woman in my therapy group that said something very similar to me where she was like, Surya, she was like, if only you knew like how big you could be. But sometimes people are very scared of that bigness, like, and not just like, like you yourself are, could be scared of that bigness, you know, because maybe you're just like, oh, maybe that's like playing it too big or like, I want to be not small, but I only want to be like, I only want to touch like a baby toe into like being mm-hmm. big. Right. And so it's like, I think a lot of people sometimes do know the work that is involved, but then they're just like, oh, but it's so much work. Because right. it's, it's like, it is, it's, it's every a single day. Yeah. It and you have to like make day. these small choices and decisions yep. about who you want to be and how you want to, you know, be in this world. Totally. And that's why it really helps. I mean, obviously I'm doing a plug, but like I also plug any wellness coach. <clears throat> it really helps to have someone in your corner kind of helping you work through that because like yeah your friends are great but they have their own shit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like let's just be real yeah and as especially women of color right now we have our we have so much shit but we have so much power Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you know like all of these barriers that we create in our heads are illusions like essentially that's what it is so it's really just putting in the work at every moment of every day to work through these yeah. illusions. Yeah, to like chip away at them. Right, which is tough, but you know, like once you're ready to commit, then you do, and then you thrive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, well, you're a wellness coach, and you living that holistic life. You about that holistic life. About it. So my question for you, hunty. Oh no. Do you solicit coaching or therapy or some kind of support for inside the bedroom, outside of the bedroom? Or have you ever? Have you? I have before. Like I said, I support coaching for everything. Yoni um, coach. I support a yoni coach. Is that literally what it's called? Like Is that what it's called? For I just made that up. Oh, okay. That might be my. <laughs> I'm sure. It's my job. next job. Right. Career <laughs> yes, change. Special guest. <laughs> <laughs> yoni coach. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, I've not seen a yoni coach before. I'm pretty confident in that area. Um, but I have seen a. Um, I guess, like, a relationship sex therapist, Mm -hmm. um, because my partner and I, well, my fiancé. Oh, your fiancé. Congratulations. Shouts to my boo. Um, she's real cute. (laughs) No, she's, 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 (laughs) (laughs) um, but so, um, we, what was the issue? Oh, we, um, were going through, which happens all the time, obviously, like, different things in our lives that, like, she needed more support in this area and I needed more support in this area, but so our, like, sex drives weren't lining up, Mm -hmm. which is the worst, Mm -hmm. especially with two women when your hormone cycles are off Mm -hmm. and you're, like, so we're in a LTR, long-term relationship, Almost five years. Yay. Keeping it real sexy still, which is rare a lot of times. Um, but yeah, so we were going through a tough time where we were like, oh my gosh, we're not having sex enough. But then also we were doing the things where we're like comparing it to other people. Yeah. So we'd ask, we'd be like, how many times a week are you having sex? Like, and then we're like, oh, we're not having sex. <laughs> 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 we're, we're losing it. 
I think that that's the thing with like long term relationships though is like you're always like oh maybe we're losing something but it's like no you're actually just building on the greatness mm-hmm. all the time um, so yeah we went to the therapist twice and the therapist was like you guys don't have any problems <laughs> so thank you for this payment <laughs> come back real. one more time yeah. right. <laughs> she's like maybe I need to see you guys again but no um, yeah, so, but the therapist was actually super helpful because she asked us questions that got us discussing things after we left therapy, which mm. then kind of helped us work through our problems by ourselves. So I would say it was really useful in that sense. Um, and I totally recommend therapy, sex therapy, sex. Mm-hmm. I recommend sex. sex. I really want to take some classes. You I want to learn classes? some tantric sex stuff. Yeah, I That's used to I mess around with that sex magic back when I was starting around in the granola circles. <laughs> What's sex magic? You harness your sexual energy into manifesting. Is that a word? Oh, Manifesting. Sure. Manifesting. Manifesting uh, is a good uh, word, too. Manifesting is a type of masturbation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I, you know, when you work in the ancient practices, you need to not just google that shit or talk to someone Mm -hmm. you have to kind of like go into it deep but that was something that i was very interested in at one point Mm -hmm. it works though it does i've done it like just on some like superfluous doing it and it got a lot of things together yeah oh yeah i mean i love to come so when you're coming and with an intentional nut bust yeah (laughs) i'm sorry so crazy um, when you align, like, your spirituality and your sex, that's, it's just, like, goes, that's, like, the tantric thing. Mm-hmm. It goes to a whole other level. It's just, like, like, I used to joke around with my friends that I would, um, thank God every time I was, like, starting to feel like I was about to orgasm. And they were like, what the fuck? You can't bring God into this. Like, what? Blah, blah. And I'm like, God is into everything right. yeah. <laughs> that I do. <laughs> <laughs> Including this. Mm-hmm. Especially this. But yeah, it's great. Cool. All right. Sarah, Elise, give me a hug. That was so good. That felt yeah. good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, God. And since you're still here with us, oh, it's that time again. Oh, here it (laughs) comes. It's time for us to love somebody to pieces or rip them to shreds. Let's do both. Let's do both. Yeah. And let's go to the conductor of the uh, the melo- the middle, middle passage, passage. <laughs> melody, uh, Ben Carson, Carnival Cruise. Womp womp. Let's if he go. wasn't like the saddest downfall of a man that everyone used to cherish. I know. But Sorry. the question I have is. Was he always like this? And we just said focused. We didn't know. But we focused on his gifted hand. Well, we, we didn't know. Yeah. So no one asked him like other things. Like, most deaf Maybe knew. he's like. Most deaf knew. Most deaf. <laughs> I forgot. Most, most deaf knew. Most deaf played he was in the him movie. in the movie. And that's why most deaf went to Africa. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Janice. Ben Carson is about to fuck it all up. Janice Combs Conspiracy Corner. <laughs> well, let's actually talk about what Ben Carson said. Basically, he said that in one of his first um, kind of public speeches as the 
head of the head of the housing, housing department. The, uh, yeah, ho- home and urban department. <clears throat> housing, yeah, and urban housing and urban he development. He said that you know, guys, as. If you didn't know that slaves themselves were immigrants coming here to look for a better life. Who the fuck is he trying to relate also, to? Also, first he said, well, no, first, yes. he, first he was like, you know, some people are wondering why, why I'm here. And I wonder that, too. <laughs> what the fuck? It's literally like, like he's, not even cha- he's not even championing for himself. Like, he's like, I wonder that, too. The news is produced by Lauren Michaels. All the news. <laughs> Everything is a joke. It's, it's not even real. Um, but, Super, you were saying he got... His license taken away? Can we just he, say what he... He's, yeah, but... Okay, go ahead. No. No. What do you you want to say? Because honestly, like, home and urban development... Oh, well, that's because he lived in the projects, so he has all this knowledge, apparently. He lived in the projects in the 50s, 60s? Back when it was nice to live in the public housing. <laughs> right. Back when public housing had funding, right? <laughs> um, but, like, a quarter... Uh, excuse me, $35 million from the, the, the budget for New York City Housing Authority has been slashed, and it's going to be upwards of $100 million. $100 million of funding from the federal government for public housing in New York City will be cut. Mm. Black man, what are you doing? Nothing. He's on their side. New York City Housing it's Authority is like the last housing, public housing authority in North America to like really exist and get funding. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, but he got his license taken away, Sabrina? So... I mean, I don't, I actually, I don't know now because as I was looking up just like further confirmation, because I feel like I have to do this with every single news article that I read. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. This other site, Snopes.com is saying that it's not true. It's not true. Um, I'm hoping they chopped off his gifted hands. I mean, (laughs) his big ass gifted hands. Maybe he doesn't even practice. But I mean, I don't think he, well, first of all, and and I would probably still like him if I had a brain tumor mm. regardless of the fact if <laughs> this is true or not i feel like most people now look at him and don't take him seriously no. first as a human worried. being i'm sure he looks but in the second as a neuroscientist and someone who i think in the past had done really great work you know for the african-american community and it's just really well i, I mean as no no, no for just, optics I, right optically yes <laughs> i mean but i guess i'm just saying it's really kind of sad to see like Actual like shucking and jiving, like in twenty seventeen. Someone who's not in the entertainment business. It's yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm, I'm gonna slowly tear paper strips off and rip him to shreds. Yeah, I'm he's gonna... pulled pork over here. Oh, well, that, I mean, we're gonna love him to pieces. I think we need to go on Wikipedia, change his Wikipedia page, turn yeah. him into a cartoon character. <laughs> ben Carson. Ben Coonson. And then we should go find all the remaining encyclopedias and rip his page out. Aww, but he's someone in a who, book. They someone took his picture who we down will. Johns Hopkins. I did. Oh really? Yeah. Well, that's someone true. we will love. Who? And I hope Samuel you burn in hell. No. <laughs> My favorite angry uncle. Um, why are we loving Sam Jackson? Because he talks shit about Ben Carson. He told yeah. he called him a motherfucker on Twitter. Because yeah. He, I mean that's in his response. Word oh, it's to, the best. Yeah. In in response to this kind of the whole slave the slaves being immigrants. immigrants. I mean, and I guess I the other thing too is how does Ben Carson just even as a human being go back home, look in the mirror, and be like, he has three shit was on sons. point. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, that he was, was like, nailed that candy, speech. Candy holds his head and sings him to sleep. Ooh. And it's just so... It is, it's just so disappointing. Ooh. He's the worst. Do you know what? He wasn't going to be able to be a president or a vice president. There's I not enough glam for, for either one of those mm-hmm. people. Um, listen, 
being a black Republican doesn't mean you have to be a complete, utter sellout and idiot. But I feel like this goes to show that people who have a lot of aptitude or competency in one discipline don't necessarily have right. cultural sensitivity, understanding, or willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a Clearly. textbook example of conservatism, no matter what color you are. Mm. If you make a certain amount of money, yes. if you hang around a certain amount of people, certain type of people, yes. you're going to mm. all share the same limited ideas and beliefs. Fuck you, Ben Carson, you piece of shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> but if I ever had like a brain issue and I needed someone to <laughs> consult... I would probably go to you. And we want it to be scary. free. Wait, no. It should be free. Most Def was the heart surgeon guy. He invented the... the he wasn't the, the gifted angel. No, he no. wasn't gifted. I was like, what? I just remembered. I was, I was like, like, Most Def was like the janitor who invented the pacemaker. Uh, also, <laughs> Most Def's acting voice... <laughs> Mumbles. Sorry. Mumbles. Oh, Mumbles. wait. It was Kimberly at least was, it was mom, Cooper right? Gooden Jr. <laughs> okay. How it was ap- radio. <laughs> How apropos. Yes. Oh, Cooper. With that chicken bucket on his mm-hmm. head. <laughs> I love Cooper Gooden Jr. He's you know funny. why? Because uh, you know who you're getting. Oh, yeah. If he ran for president, I know exactly what's going on. Right. True. Do we want to love we 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 said we love Sam Jackson? Yeah, yeah but you. he got in trouble because he said that thing about he didn't get in trouble. British actors? That's not in trouble. He's about to be on Watch That's what just Happened the Lives. truth. I, uh, th- people were going off on him, and I was like, what's the problem? Sam Jackson's like, I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go I'm shoot still, this. I agree with I'm, him. Still, I'm still one of the top paid <laughs> actors in the, almost in the world. He's in a movie every, every year. Mm-hmm. year. Multiple times a year. Multiple times a I'm year. I'm trying to get on that, start, that Sam Jackson. Started he knows eight, year, eight years in advance which movie he's going to be in. That's a little. That's what that's I'm a, talking that's about. That's a good bit of insider information. Yes. All right. My name is Jeanette. Thank you guys so much for Woo. coming out. Thank you, Sarah Elise, yeah. for bringing your, beauty, your insight, your wisdom, your light, your joy, and all your amazing ideas and concepts. I'm gonna sit on those things and think about them. Mm-hmm. Sit on them. Gonna put them in action. Great. Sarah, where can we find you on on the internet? You can actually email me at hello at harvestandrebel.com. Mm-hmm. You can also email me at hello Sarah Elise <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, hit me up. You can find me on Instagram. Um, Sarah Elise333. <gasps> Halfway to hell. <laughs> I don't know. Which means it's Earth. Three three three. Sarah Elise three three three. Or um, check out Harvest and Revel's Instagram. It's Harvest and Revel. All spelled out. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. great. Very also, nice. you can see throwbacks of me and Sarah Elise <clears throat> on the peculiar kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to watch this. I'm gonna fucking. Do they still do it? They still do it. You should post. It. I want to. I want to plug it. I, I was plug a baby it. gay. A oh, baby yeah. gay. And I had purple hair. Oh, you Uh, Owner of Bad Girls Burgers. Holla Ooh. at your girl. The world's first pop-up burger bar. Ooh. And I'm launching People should project. just hire both of our companies to co-cater something. Oh. A big shindig. The good and the bad. We should, we should <laughs> be at the um, other festival. Holla at us. You know what? We're going to talk about that because... They, they should have us there. Anybody else in, in yes. this group? Yes. It's me, Kimberly. Check. Check me out on in the show 
She, choreographed by Jenna Parker, Kimberly is going to be at Here Arts Center in the month of May, the whole month. That's wow. major. We're going to be uh, empowering women in a production of She. I can also be found on Instagram at Kimberly Giggle. Lots of giggles and laughs with me and fiance Christopher Chalk. Oh, first time I said his name. Mm. Cute. On the get stalkers on the cast or more mail about how to get your life saved. Oh my God, JW. That was so weird. Yeah, I couldn't even read that handwriting, but I saw like the pamphlet that they tried to stick in that (laughs) security envelope. Um, I'm Jessica. You can find me on social media. Say yes to the Jess. Harlem Shimmy. <laughs> or the Harlem Shimmy. <laughs> um, and Jet and I do Nobodies of Note together. Woo! Um, yeah. Buy a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. And buy a fuck white privilege t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Or tote bag. Or tote bag. Or sweatshirt. <laughs> or dress. Dress. Or Oxford. Dress. Ooh. Oh, you have the white button up. Oh, the Oxford is bomb. I like that one too. Yeah. Um, this is Sabria. You can find me um, on Instagram from Bria with XOXO. Um, but we, FRM. It's FRM, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, so firm, firm Bria <laughs> with XOXO. Um, yeah, and I will just be, you know, still out here doing science things and having really great hair. Um, probably going to get my <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> done soon. Thank you. Eating mustics out in these streets. Teasers? Appetizers, because it's like the teaser before dinner. So just trademark that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. 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 Oh, bye. <laughs> down by the, the riverside. Oh, down, down by, by the riverside.